0: And They go shallow. Oh yeah! Tom
1: Burgess down the middle. Dane Laurie in his way. Tom Burgess. He's dropped it. He has claimed it. Tom Burgess. Hang on. It's play on. It's play on. Luke Brooks is going all the way. 100 metres away. This is the most remarkable end. And Jerry Sutton says it's the Tigers. But Tom Burgess with a run for the ages and the put down. Tom Burgess grounds the ball in the end goal. We have a decision. There it is. They've done it. They've won it. Incredible. Looking for your next holiday? Maybe a long weekend with your mates or really need to get to the next game. Then it's time to What If It. What If has great deals on accommodation, flights, car hire and more. Plus, because they're the official travel partner of the South Sydney Rabbitohs, you can head to whatif.com.au forward slash and use the promo code rabbitohs15 to save 15% on selected hotels. Conditions apply. What If. It's Aussie for travel. Rabinot's radio podcast,
2: Grant
3: Chappell, Steve Maven, and Darren Brown. <laughs> Chaps is red hot here, so my phone was running hot there for a while. But Could you catch him? Well, only if I got a bit of a start.
4: <laughs> it's great for rugby league, but more importantly, it's great
3: for the mighty Rabinot. Welcome to another edition of Rabbitohs Radio. My name is Grant Chapel, joined by two former Rabbitohs. Dan Brown, Steve Maven. What's doing, boys? Hello, chaps. Hello, Brownie. Yeah, g'day, boys. How are we all? Oh, fantastic. Oh, well, what a finish. I've never seen a finish to a game like that. We're sort of sitting there celebrating. Two seconds later, they're running away with the game and referees awarded a try. We're sort of going, oh, what, what do we do here? The Tigers fans went up. Then they went to the video ref and we realised we'd put the ball down and our fans went up, the burrow went up and the rest of the crowd and yeah, what a finish you. You'll never forget a, a game like that, boys. We can tell by Dan Ganane
4: how excited he was and everyone else was in the stadium and you can also tell by Mavo's voice how much cheering was going on at the stadium. Yes, I'm a bit hoarse
2: today, listeners, and I don't care. What a win. It was unbelievable. It's never been seen on a football field before and maybe never again. It was just a freakish try. Thomas Burgess, what a player. And we're going to talk a little bit about it, more about it later, but just when he put the ball down, the referee came around and he was unsighted and didn't see the ball go down. So fair enough, he's let the play run. And yeah, chaps, like you said, we thought we'd scored. Then they've run down the end of the field. Then they thought they'd won,
4: and then we won. How similar was it to George Burgess in the grand final in 2014?
3: Yeah, he just stormed straight down the middle, beat the full the fullback, tackled it round his ankles, and he dragged him over the line. And just well, we didn't have a good view of it either, boys. We saw the ball spray out. We were sort of similar angle to the referee, and yeah, we all like Wayne. Said in the press conference. I think I think we all had doubts whether he got it down or not because he has um, pulled our pants down before, pulled the wool over our eyes yes. before. Tommy, yes. we were at a game last year. He came up and celebrated like he'd scored two tries in a row and he hadn't. yeah. Yep. And then he finally got one over the line. But yeah. You've got to sell
2: it. You've got to sell the try. But Thomas said after the game, he said, I come to the fullback. There's no way I'm passing it. And most fullbacks are entitled to tackle a front rower in full flight. But not our big Tommy. Oh jeez. He wasn't getting
4: stopped.
3: What a sight coming at you. <laughs> like everyone you spoke to on the way back to the car or, you know, going down the lift and that was just going, Wow. What a finish. You know, yep. like, just incredible. Anyway, uh, we'll talk about that a little bit later. We've got a big show, chaps. What is on the show? Obviously, we're going to recap that crazy win over the Tigers last night. Went in the golden point. We're going to chat to rising star David Wiley, who we've mentioned on the show many times. They just were beating in a semi-final yesterday, but it was a fantastic season. Really looking forward to talking to him. He's the future of our club. We're also remembering a rabbit this week. We're going to have Wade McKinnon. One of the real stars of that um, re-admission team in 2002. And we preview that big clash up there at Seabus Super Stadium on the Gold Coast versus the Titans for next Friday, 6pm, boys. Big show. Let's go.
2: Okay, let's start with our global ambassadors. This week, special mention goes to Jack Kingsley in Vancouver, Canada, for making a comment on the video we put up of your try, Brownie. And Jack just simply said, Legend at Brownie underscore 69. Which is exactly what we want from our ambassadors and from you, the listeners, to engage in our posts by liking, commenting, and sharing. Now, Jack is a proud dad, and he's also a real action man, chaps. He's a former Maruba surfer, a Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt, a stuntman, and he's also involved in re-up recovery.
3: Yeah, he started a company over there. Uh, recovery is obviously super fit. He was in my brother's uh, year at school, actually, up there at Marcelin, up Miles. there in Miles' Miles' year, and uh, he's in good nick. A couple of his mates over there have, have started a recovery company, a company where they've got all the supplements, post-training, pre-training. A bit like Pico, your mate, Brownie? Yeah, from BSC,
4: proud sponsor of the Mighty rabbit Yeah, if you're looking at getting some supplements,
3: BSC is your man to speak to. Or re-up recovery, boys. Jack Kingsley's one. Yeah, um, he, he's a bit of a champion, old Jack. He's There's nothing he can't do. He's... As I said, he's in his mid 40s, but he's still a, a stuntman in in Hollywood. He's been in Matrix Reloaded, just to name a few. I think he was in Superman as well, that later Superman movie a few years back. So he's also, I think I mentioned on the show before, he's riding his horses now because he's yeah, up great, in, great horseman. Because he's up in Canada now, he's not sort of near the um, surfing. It's not really a great surfing spot, Canada. I think it's pretty cold there on Vancouver Island. The only one that you can surf, and I just don't think it's worth worth the. The trouble, I think, is only about four or five degrees in the middle of winter, so that wouldn't be too much fun. But, uh, yeah, shout-out to you, Jack, mate. Champion. Yeah, so you mentioned your brother, Miles, Chaps. I saw your dad, Reggie, and his 5'8 cashy up there last night. Yeah, well, I think they left at midday to go to the footy because, obviously, it was one of those days we got all three grades on. A little bit of a switcheroo. We had the reserve grade on first, and the flag second and then first grade. Yeah, he loves it, Dad. He couldn't wait to get out there and watch... uh, uh, young Lachlan Elias, he wanted to get his eyes on him and um, have a look at that flag team. So I can't wait to see him this afternoon. I'm going to go around and break the game down with Reggie as we do every week. That was his debut yesterday, Lachlan
4: Elias, in the New South Wales Cup.
3: Yep. We'll talk about that one later, but uh, West were a little bit too good for us on, on that occasion. But he I I didn't look too overall he He got into his groove a bit late in the game, boys. Mm. And I think it's time to recap that... Dramatic win, crazy win. You can describe it in, in many different words, but uh, amazing. It was amazing, wasn't it, sensational. boys? Sensational, sensational. 18 points to 14, and and at times in that game, I think we started off sort of a bit of an arm wrestle sort of game, and it looked it looked like uh, the Tigers were on top at stages, and then we started to get on top a little bit there, boys. We started getting our groove, and we went down on that left end edge a few times, and we got up six uh, nil, and and there was a period there where we got a penalty. People were saying take the two to go up eight nil. I think Scotty Singles, he wanted to take the two, didn't he, out there, boys. Well, said, nah. I'm always
2: a big advocate of that too.
3: And I said, no, nah, let's 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 pull the trigger. We've got him here. I just sort of looked like they had their heads dropped a little bit. We went down that left hand side and AJ scores in the corner, but on review, he put his hand out. We were gonna go up twelve nil. I think we would have went on with it there, boys. Mm. I just think we we were gonna put the, the foot on the throat. But to the Tigers' credit, they uh they battled right back into it and, and after half time I thought in that Probably 25 minutes after half-time. We could not get out of our own end. They were well on top, but they just couldn't put enough points on to put us to the sword, boys. Well, Firstly, chaps, you know, you said
2: we should have went for the try and in hindsight, we should have took the goal to go up two scores and be up 8-0, but it didn't happen. and Yeah, it was an arm wrestle. It was a struggle and for a large majority of the game, it wasn't looking good. They had us gone with about 15 minutes to go and we were starting to think about doing a show all doom and gloom but it was just a magic finish to that game we just hung in there a couple of things went our way that try that broke the game open was when Cookie gave it to Junior Totola and then he offloaded to Cody straight into the clear and then looks for his support picks up Gags who had a man to beat threw the dummy and scored a brilliant try and Wayne Bennett said that in the press conference that was a great rugby league try so that got us back in and just the drama of the whole game when Renault kicked that two point field goal. And that got us back to the game level. Uh, and that Didn't wasn't that wasn't
3: from in front. <laughs> brownie. Have a look. It was only ten meters in from touch brownie.
2: Yeah, it
4: definitely was, yeah.
2: Did you say that Fox put up a stat on that kick?
4: Well they did. And
3: even though it
4: probably looked like it was only forty meters out, uh, Fox put a stat up it was forty nine point five meters. Out because it was ten, I was ten metres in from the sideline, mm. and he just nailed it, didn't he? It's a bit like the famous Manoa Thompson field goal we've talked about on the show with him. But well, he yeah, I think Manoa's was on the other side of halfway, and mm. um, yeah, to, you know, to hit them you got to strike them beautiful. And we were watching Renault before the game, mm. uh, practicing, and he, he was kicking them from everywhere
3: uh, before the the game. So but as soon as he struck it, Brownie said he's got it. Yep. I'm thinking, H- we're on the opposite side of the field to where he kicked it. And, yeah. and-, but he did <laughs> and say- Brownie was bang on it's because he struck it so well, didn't yeah, he? Yeah. yeah, he just hit it sweetly, didn't he? He did, and- he did say that a couple of times and he missed
2: too. So so, <laughs> so, uh, so then the drama of the game went, Renault had that penalty that we thought, he's going to nail this and put us up and he missed it, which is a kick that he would get probably 99 times out of 100. And then the game's tied and he, we had a field goal right in front and you would have had your house on Renault kicking that, and he sprayed that one.
4: Yeah, and, and you could tell that the Tigers were getting in his face. So we're walking over closer to him. I know Adam Dewey, I think the ref might have even said that, Adam Dewey, back off a little bit. Mm. Because, because they, they would have put him off. Because Yeah, put
2: him off because on the replay, you could see Renault started laughing at Dewey and saying, haha, yeah. you're going to try and put me off. You're trying to put me off. Yeah. Puts his head down and misses.
4: Well, I used to yeah. do it myself when. You know, the goal kickers were lining up for a goal and you'd be, I'd be saying awkward things to them because weird things, just sort to so get into their head, like, you know, watch the wheelbarrow or, uh, you know, where, where, where's it going and, but yeah, just uh, stuff like that and obviously it worked because, when know, he didn't hit it right and sprayed it to the left. A bit
2: like Ray Price when he used to stand there, like, yeah. You know, Wait. I'm doing it in the studio, listeners. I'm standing. You probably all remember it. He's standing with his arms to the side, like bent, as if mm. he's trying to put off the trajectory, put off the trajectory of the kick. <laughs> <laughs> That's a tough word, big tough <laughs>
4: word. Just going back to the game, the Tigers were definitely up for it, and a credit to them, um, they were running hard, they were tackling hard. The fullback Brown well, he was impressive. Yeah, was, Laurie, yeah. really
3: first time I've had laid eyes on him in, in, in the flesh there, and he's got a bit of zip about him, a bit of bit of twitch in that. He, he can. He can certainly make the first bloke miss. He's always on the ball, you know. He's always in support. Positionally, he was always there when we yeah. put a kick in. He was always there. Yeah, definitely. And I thought the hooker played well for them too. It was on debut. Yeah, Jake Simpson. Yeah, he was. He was not. He played really well.
4: Yeah, and, and just going back to our performance, uh, the Tigers were getting a lot of offloads, so it was causing us a, a little bit of disruption in, in our defensive line, and and you know the, they were making a couple of breaks and a couple of errors and. Even though we completed at around eighty-three uh, percent, we made a, a couple of crucial errors at crucial times when we were just about to, you know, build some pressure and uh, and offloads, Brandon, Just quickly, offloads. What does that do to a, a defense? It just gases you, doesn't it? Well, it does, and, and it disrupts your defensive line. Some players will be heading back into the line, then all of a sudden they have to come back up. So it just, yeah, it just you know makes your defensive line. Um, not structured and, you know, it can cause havoc and, you know, they get a bit of a roll on and then all of a sudden uh, you're on the back foot and that's what was happening
3: last night, so... Boys, I just want to talk about the turning point in that game. Now, field position-wise in that second half, as I I said, we couldn't get out of our own end. They dominated um, field position and the Tigers' kicking game certainly much improved from the first few rounds and they put a nice kick in down to that right-hand corner Latrell waited, waited, waited. The ball bounced up. Oh, yeah. And he made that guy miss. I think that was just about a turning point because it was the first time we got the tackle one on the halfway line and then and then the, the game started to turn in our favour. The bounce of the ball obviously went away in mm. that corner. It was a fantastic play by Latrell. Yep. Mm. Only someone like him could, could pull that off. And and then I reckon it also turned when our when our middles come back on. Cam Murray, Junior Satola. And in particular, Thomas Burgess, outstanding performance in that final 20 minutes. Yep.
4: Another 200-meter uh, run performance. So. Yep. And Jacob Host
2: too, had a good game. But Okay, so let's set the scene. Five minutes or so before full-time. Tommy Talao gets put in the sin bin. Then it goes to Golden Point. So the Tigers are down a meaning Golden Point. The Tigers kick off and South spread the ball because of this, I suppose. or well, they might have done it anyway. So we make a little half break up the sideline. Because we want to get in position to kick a field goal. Then, a couple of plays later, Cameron Murray, who had a blinder, gets the offload. And we just spoke about how valuable an offload is. Puts them on the back foot. And then Tommy, our Tommy Turbo, straight through the gap, beats the the fullback. And then slams the ball down, claims a try, but the ref didn't see it. So then... Brooks gets the ball, runs the length of the field the other way. So we've gone from agony to ecstasy. It was just something else, wasn't it? What a what a finish. What a set of six. What a game.
4: Well, like you said, mavo the, the referee was blinded by a couple of the West Tigers players. Yeah, and the post. And, and the post. And, and he couldn't see Tom put it down. I don't, I don't think anyone's really seen it. A lot of the commentators uh, were saying that he dropped the ball as well because they, they couldn't see it. You know, the, the replay shows that Tom
3: scored and what a win it was. He was instrumental in that last 20 minutes, um, our middles were but the performance of Cam Murray, I think it, it gets missed a little bit but that, that try that got us back to uh, within two points, I think it was back to 14-12 where Gagai scored it. The previous play the ball was Cam Murray pulled them apart which gave us the opportunity to have a little tip on in the middle of the field which, which Cody hit the hole. The greatest backup player in the game today I reckon Cody Walker. But mate, Cam Murray, Brownie. Mate, unbelievable and
4: He doesn't have to get much praise from me because it happens week in, week out, Cameron Murray, the work he does. And like you said, chaps, just then, it gets unnoticed. But a lot of our success comes off the back of Cameron Murray, let me tell you. Mm. The work he does, the the half gaps he goes through, the quick play of the balls that he gets. Mm. He's just an unbelievable player. And if he's not the best number 13 in the game, well, I'm a bad judge. And I'm going to include... Jake Trebojevic. Oh, he's better than him. I'm mm. telling you. Yeah. Um, well, it's no a-
2: coincidence he comes back on and, like you said, we've got our starters back on and it well, turn them, the game.
3: We could Give uh, Junior uh, a wrap too. Like, I mean, he was fantastic as well.
4: Yeah, he was. And when Cameron's off, they always seem to score points.
3: We had a big spell last night. Probably, um, Biggest spell I've seen him have in a while, and that's yeah. when
4: they scored their points.
3: Yeah, yeah. they're, on, they're on top.
4: Uh, I know up. he worked himself to
3: a standstill, and you've got to give
4: him a rest. Mm. You do because look at he done at the back end of the game yeah. from that rest. Yeah,
2: he copped a bit of a knock before that, so maybe that was a, one of the reasons they did that. No, but.
3: I think one of the reasons was they wanted to get Liam into the game, give him a few minutes. You know, because he obviously hasn't had a trial game or anything. Yeah. Liam Knight. When I speak about Liam, Liam Knight, mm. um, and and he went okay, Liam Knight. He, he's got a bit a bit of rust in there. I think he gave away a penalty or two, but. First so he'll, he'll be valuable um, once he starts to get a few K's in those legs.
4: Well, he plays tough. He plays aggressive, and that's what that's what this game's about today. And one other player I want to mention, and you know, Cameron, we've just been talking about. You can give him man of the match every week, but Latrell Mitchell, boys, I thought he was outstanding. Got us back into the game with that long run, but the tough carries that he does. Oh. Coming off our line when the forwards are just getting back and they're on their haunches, walking back into position, Latrell Mitchell's having a hit up, bashing it into the forwards, not just bashing into it, making yards and half going through.
3: Yeah, I remember what we said at the game, I said, look there, he ran up in the middle of the field and uh, Moses Embiid come flying out the back. Shot him about two metres backwards. He had nine nine tackle breaks, boys. He's unbelievable bloke to handle. And his skill level, sometimes when they kick the ball down, there was, a, there was a play, I think it was in that, um, the first half, where James Roberts got a bit of space. He, he beat his man in the outside and did a little grubber kick. And I think it ricocheted off Campbell Graham. It, it got shot out at 100 miles an hour. Latrell picked it up off his shoelaces off the yeah. ground, if you remember that play. Yeah. Mm. It was unbelievable.
2: Well, he's showing so much enthusiasm, isn't he? He's leading this team. He's carrying the team on his back. And the others are following so it's the best I've seen him play as a Rabbitoh, and he's only going to get better. And it's exciting times for this season. That leaves us now second on our own, I think, on the table.
3: Yep, we're, and we've scored the most points in the competition, we're, yep. and we're second in points conceded, boys. So yep. we're right up there. They're one of, we're one of the top two sides, and, and that's where we want to be in mm. that top two position at the back end of the year. Uh, and you'll get that home semi and get the week off in week two if we have that. If we come out and win that um, that opening round of the semi. Now, quick one, just on injuries, boys. Um, we had an injury late in the game. I'm not sure if it was um, Josh Mansour. You would have noticed him replace Wayne, touched on it in the press conference. It looked like a hamstring injury, but I watched him walk. It wasn't a. It might have just been a mild one. They'll have to get some scans. He might be out for a week or two. Yeah, I was
4: wondering why that replacement happened. It was a little bit strange. We threw a forward on, I think. Mm.
3: Jacob Host came Jacob on Host. out. Jacob Host. It was our final interchange. I think it was our eighth interchange, mm. uh, as you touched on the game. and
2: Played well, too, Hosty.
3: Yeah, Hosty. Yeah, the Qantas Hostie, he's going well. The Qantas yeah. hosty. He is, yes. he is. And,
2: <laughs> and just before we finish the recap, so it was a great weekend. The Roosters got beat on Friday night. The Rabbitohs won. That equals a good
4: weekend. It certainly does, Movo. We've said it for the last few weekends, actually. The the Roosters have played before us on the weekend, and they've got beat. And a lot of the Roosters fans going off will getting messages throughout the, the game. They were going off a little bit early, one in particular Jules Parry. Yeah. Uh, we all got a message from him. He got
3: us home, Jules. He was he, a turning point. The early Besides that Latrell run out of the end goal, yeah. I reckon he was one of the turning points. The early <laughs> crow, eh? The early <laughs> crow
4: is never good. Yeah. But anyway, we've got the Titans next week. And before we uh, move on, Mavo, we had a great on-field experience uh, last night. We did.
2: Thanks to our mate Frankie Real, the ground manager at Stadium Australia. He got us on the field and we've shared some of that footage. Of the team running out, we were in the guard of honor, and I went around and took some footage of the team warming up. And yeah, it was really just a extra dimension to be on the field.
4: What there. about when we walked down the tunnel and you could smell the liniment? Did it bring back memories, didn't it? Yeah, it did. And we seen Charlie, Charlie Rabbit, in the tunnel. And I mean, I've never walked down that tunnel to under the field to play, but similar to the stadium where it used to be our home ground, an amazing flashback just walking down there and Goosebumps Yeah it was it was unbelievable
3: Yeah boys I I got there a bit late with the kids I brought a um, couple of kids along with me and said where are they they're not in our seats and then I rang his up and you're on the field there with Frankie so it was a great experience from you boys you got up close and personal with the boys as they warmed up Not only were we
4: on the field we had the opportunity to mingle with the 1908 members over.
2: We did Yes and we went over to one of the private suites on the eastern side and mingled with some of those fantastic members. That's the top category membership. And we just sat down and had a chat. We took the great Ross Harrington with us and we just sat down with them for half an hour and they appreciated the time. And we told them about the podcast and we heard a few of their stories. And they're all mad rabbitos, all of those people. And they're the, the core supporters of, of our club. But you know, they're the top category members. But there's so many membership packages at the rabbitos. You can just be a supporter member for as little as $100. And what that gives you is access to our post-game show, which some people couldn't get to because they weren't Rabbitohs members. So if you're not a member, join today.
4: Head to au. And we've actually reached 30,000. We have. So we're only about 100 behind Parramatta now, and obviously that is the goal, to catch Parramatta. So what we need to do is if every listener went and got one more member, we would pass them easy. Too easy. We would go past them by 1,000.
3: Yep. Boys, we also had a post-match function, which you guys hosted and done a fantastic job. I got a lot of feedback. I obviously did the press conference, come up at the end and finally caught a little bit of it. Well, I missed out that last time, but um, how was that experience, boys?
2: It's a great thing to do after the game, and especially when you win, because during the game I was thinking, oh, this show's going to be terrible because we haven't had one after a loss yet, but thanks to Bronte and the team for organising it for us, and Keon Kalamatungi came up and had a chat and Charlie Rabbit got up and sung on the stage with the kids and it was just a great night. And and also one of the members, Connor Platanoidis and his father Klee came up and Connor listens to the show. He's a big fan of the show. He said, i go for my hour run or walk. And
4: From Wollongong, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, yeah and, down the coast. Yeah. And he's
2: he's trying to get his dad on. His dad's not tech savvy, but he's trying to get him to listen. But Klee said to us, I remember when you and... Darren played Steve and so he's he's old enough to remember us which is great but shout out to you Connor and he took some photos and shared them in our podcast listeners group on Facebook so if you're not a member of our podcast listeners group you're on Facebook jump in there we've got, three, we've got over 3,000 members now
3: another good reason to go up there we have a giveaway every week we give away the match day ball signed by the captains and the best thing about it is all the members of the public out there they cut the bar off about 20 to go but up there at the Members' Lounge, it goes for an hour after the game. If you want to go back and have a debrief with your mates, instead of going to the local pub, come and have a beer in the Members' Lounge and get a listen to the boys wrap that whole game up.
4: We're walking out and the bar was still open. There were still people yeah. buying a beer and a soft drink. An hour after kickoff. No yeah. one's in
3: a hurry to go.
2: You're soaking up the wind and the atmosphere. And I know it's been a big recap, boys, but, chaps, just quickly, you went down to the press conference and Wayne was happy down there. Yeah, he was happy. Uh
3: well, I mean, he's been a little bit short in the last few weeks, but he was a little bit more... He opened up a little bit more, and I think he's starting to be happy with the teams. Just their effort, just the fact that they stuck to the task. It wasn't going their way um, the whole game, and I think there's a few errors, but they just, I just always had a feeling like they were going to win, and I think Wayne was thinking the same. There's no give up in him, Yeah, like we said, Chaps, and we probably didn't play our best footy, but you've got
4: to stick to the process. Yeah, and that's I think that's what we did, and that's why Wayne's probably happy with the performance, even though not happy, but happy that
3: we stuck to that process and we got the result. Well, we just we just sat in a little groove there in that last fifteen, and I think we're always going to get home. I mean, the Tigers never just handed it to us. We had to, we had to, we had to win the result, and those wins you don't forget those ones. But yeah. Trust the process, that's a, a famous saying from the Philadelphia 76ers, 76ers yep. and they're on the bottom of the table for a long time and, and they're right up there they're actually leading the Eastern Conference right now the NBA.
4: Joel Embiid Joel Embiid, he
3: is a beast
4: My opinion, I don't think we played bad I thought the Tigers were really up for the occasion and you know good sides know how to win and that's what we did. Shout out the to match too Look very stressful up there, two weeks in a row. <laughs> get, that, get that ticket
2: check, mate. It's not uh, head coaching. You can have that. All right, let's throw to our first break here on Rabbitohs Radio Podcast. <music> this is Rabbitohs News brought to you by the Juniors Group of Clubs. The Rabbitohs' home away from home. The place to play or the bunnies are away. Thanks again to Keith McCraw and the team at the Juniors for supporting this show from day one. So, Brownie, the Excitement Machines Spar event is on Saturday the 1st of May at the Juniors. Honouring the most exciting players to pull on the red and green jersey and there's a, you're going to be doing the auction.
4: Yeah, I am doing the auction. I do all the auctions for the Spar event. And what's that, Peter? Memorabilia, we're up here in the Rabideaux's offices today.
2: There's a A great framed thing. Well, that's
4: that's one of the auction items, and that is the biggest hitters. Now, the last event we had, we honoured the biggest hitters. Charlie Frith.
3: Les Davidson. Les Davidson. Spud Carroll. Sam Burgess. Bobby McCarthy. Yeah. Yeah, Some big, big names on there. Johnny Sattler, the great John Sattler. And that was
4: a popular item to be auctioned as well, and... That one outside will be auctioned on the night, but I will also be auctioning the Excitement Machines. Piece of memorabilia. And it will all be signed. Some of the players on there, Phil Blake, Mitch Brennan, Nathan Merritt, Greg Inglis, a great GI, has signed it all the way from the UK, and Craig Wing, and our very own, who played his 150th last night, Alex Johnson. And speaking of
2: Excitement Machines, good friend of the show, Michael Gibson, Send us through a bit of footage of
4: you scoring an exciting try. Take us through that. Oh, look, I, I don't remember much of it, but <laughs> it was back in the day, yeah, we were playing the Illawarra Steelers, and, well, the game was only 30 seconds young. Tugger threw me a ball on that right edge, I just skipped through and showed a bit of pace and went
3: on to score under the post. Reminded me of David Fafita at the Titans. <laughs> 40-meter try, blew him away.
4: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, what you didn't see I end up scoring again later in the game So that's another double I got Along with me hat trick yeah. so, But yeah, I scored a few doubles in, in my career But just getting back to the excitement machines The 1st of May, really looking forward to it Wayne Bennett will be there Be hosted by Ray Martin mm-hmm. um, Andrew Denton will be doing the on-stage interview So it's going to yeah. be a great day We'll post it on
2: our episode webpage if you want to scroll down now to find out who to contact.
4: Yeah, or you can call 0414 525 399 to confirm your attendance. And it's going to be a great day. I know Brendan Talisky is coming down.
2: Yep, our global ambassador from beautiful Foresters Beach on the New South Wales Central Coast. He's coming down with the missus. So, yeah, everyone's welcome. And he's a 1908 member as well. He loves this club,
3: Brendan, doesn't he?
4: So it's going to be a full house, so get, get in early.
3: Yeah, the first of May, it's going to be between midday and four pm, boys, and hundred dollar, sorry, hundred and fifty dollars per ticket, or fourteen hundred dollars for a table of ten. Yeah, get that table
4: of ten, and whatever you do, don't scratch your nose because I might take that bid.
2: <laughs> also, there was news during the week that the centre of excellence has been approved, chaps.
3: Yeah, that's right. Um, that's some fantastic news. I think there's a bit of pushback from the gymnastics. Um, Crew down there at Heffernan Park. I think they found out majority of them weren't even uh, Ramwick Council um, residents. So a bit of justice prevailed there, and it looks like that it's going to go ahead, Brownie, in September, I believe. Well, that's
4: when the first shovel is going to go into the ground. Yep. And it's probably a two year project. We're really looking forward to that. And Brownie, there's some reports about a couple of signings at the club. There is, and they're moving pretty quickly. Obviously, with what's happening with Renner, uh, they're moving pretty quickly to sign Lachlan, Ilias and Blake Taff by reports. Mm. And two two young guns coming through the system.
2: Yeah, when well, we had a bit of a look at Lachlan, Ilias yesterday in the New South Wales Cup, and unfortunately they're under the pump, so it was a bit hard for him to assert himself in that game, but there'll be more chances for him to come.
3: Yeah, they're pretty, pretty well built, that um, Western... Sub as Magpie forward pack So it was, it was a pretty tough initiation But yeah, there's a couple other guys um, Which um, Davey will, will touch on later on uh, Josiah Karapanai He's going to be on a development contract next year He was that exciting, powerful centre um, They got over from New Zealand And I also believe Archie Donnelly is, is signed up And he'll be part of that squad going forward as well
2: Son of the great Bull Donnelly Former Kooji <laughs> Wombat Fiery was Bull back in the day
3: Always looked up the Bull down the beach here. He's tough as nails, but you know what? He's always a top bloke. He's always got time for you. Always. Uh, And he's very knowledgeable about rugby league. Yeah.
4: I've known Bull for a long time. My dad actually coached him when he played for the Zetland Magpies back in the day. There you go. And on the Top 4 podcast, our sister show
2: this week, they spoke about Matthew Hutch from the corporate sales team and all the Hutchers that work for the Rabbitohs. Starsky. Starsky and Hutch. Steve Fennick brought that one in. But what Hutchie does is... He sells the different match day experiences to people. And if you want to attend a special day at the footy, you can book the Churchill's Club, the Chairman's Lounge, an outdoor box or private suites. They can be catered or non-catered. So we're going to share a link to that to contact Hutchie at the Rabbitohs and he'll sort you out. And Hutchie's also been down to Oval volunteering for the Botany Rams. So he loves footy and the Hutchie family are a rugby league royalty at the Rabbitohs.
3: All right,
1: boys, we'll truff off to another break here on Rabbitohs Radio Podcast. Export freight systems. Email ian at efsau.com.au and mention Rabbitohs Radio. He'll take care of you. NG Farrah have forged an enviable reputation for consistently delivering outstanding results. Rabbitoh's Radio is proudly brought to you by the Juniors. Okay, Rabbitoh's Radio listeners,
3: we've got Boom Rookie, Davey Mwiley in studio. Welcome to Rabbitoh's Radio, mate.
0: Yeah, thanks for having me.
3: No worries, mate. Now, where are you from and
0: what was it like growing up there? Well, um, I was born in New Zealand, Christchurch, and um, moved over early when I was two years old, so I grew up here. I always lived in Matter. And then recently just re- moved to Ramwick.
3: And who was your junior clubs in, the, in those early years, mate?
0: First junior club was Mascot. Played juniors. Uh, five, six, sevens. And then moved over to Wombats. And then Jimmy Olsen. As you might know, he coached me, yeah. All, all of my juniors. He's a
3: character, Jimmy. What, what was a lot being <laughs> coached by the great Jimmy Olsen, mate?
0: No, yeah, it was good. He'd always like bring the energy up in training. Yeah, bring lift the morale. We'll, we'll love him, yeah. He's had a bit of success too. Yeah, yeah. We won a couple grand finals. Uh, What about your family, mate? You got brothers and sisters? Yeah, I got um five siblings, so six counting me. I got an older brother, older sister, a younger brother, and two younger brothers, one younger sister. Yeah, big family.
3: And and your sister plays for the Rabbitohs?
0: Yeah, Monica. She plays for the Rabbitohs. Harvey Norman. Yeah, that's good. And and what about your schooling, mate? Where, Where did you go to school? Yeah, primary school. I moved around the joint, but I was all in the area. I went Chifley, Soldiers, and Matchville Primary, and then first went to Matchville Sports when I went to high school, and then um, um I moved to Waverley in year nine. Are you still at school now, or are
4: you? Uh, finished?
0: Oh, I graduated last year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good. Yeah. Yeah. How How did you go? Yeah, I went all right. It was a tough year, obviously, with um COVID and that, but now I managed. Yeah. And you play,
3: probably would have played rugby at the school.
0: Yeah, yeah, oh, we yeah, played rugby, played first 15 um, for two years. And um, we won last year.
3: Yeah, I was going to say, he's had a fair side last year. Who were yeah. some of the
0: players that were in that side? Oh, we had some guns like Ronald, uh, Jordan. We had like Ethan, Clem, Fritz. Yeah, once team, some of the boys still back.
3: Any of them go on to to the Waratahs or, or the Rabbitohs? Yeah, or
0: um, well, you might know Ronald Volkman. He's, like, doing in our pre-season. He played in the trial for pre Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, carved it. up. Yeah, yeah. And then most of the boys are younger, so they're still in school. But, yeah, some of them signed with Waratahs. And, chaps, there's a move that you remember that Davey's team put on.
3: Oh, Jimmy used to tell me he used to have this move called the Rabbiter. Yeah, yeah. Where you do a hit-up and, and then you hit and
0: spin and throw it out the back and... Yeah, that never worked, eh? <laughs> 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 that never worked, but... Yeah, we did it when we were younger, but when we were older, um, we actually started using proper plays. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Jimmy probably told you it worked, did he? Jimmy told me it won three grand finals. <laughs> <laughs> so were you always like a big kid? Mate? Oh, no, through? not really. Um, I was just like a normal-sized kid. Oh, I'm still normal-sized, but... Um, like oh, I'm you're a bit saying, more than, you're a bit oversized. <laughs> <down>. <laughs> when I, was Andrew, I um, like, yeah, I was just, like, I grew up with everyone, and then um, when I hit, like, held mats, I just gained, like, heaps of weight, and, like, got a bit taller, so then, and then recently I've been, like, trying to lean out. Yeah, it's been good for me. Yeah. yeah.
2: And so, what positions were you playing as Oh, you no, player? I always played prop, but, yeah. yeah. A prop, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah, I love playing forwards, but, yeah, I was never, like, too big, like, yeah. no.
4: Mate, well what, what about growing up? Did you have a an idol or
0: somebody that you looked up to and you were inspired to be like? Oh yeah, there was yeah, there was many good players growing up. Like um Ribbon Wiki. or like Parro they had a stuck team actually. Nathan Kalis, Nathan Haimash. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so yeah, you're yeah. a
4: Parramatta supporter? Nah, 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 <laughs> nah, nah <laughs> no Parramatta.
0: Roy Azatazi, he was a beast. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but like recently, like, Felice Kofushi, yeah, he, oh, I like his game, 80-minute yeah. player. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. a good player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So were you a South fan growing up, or were you like the Warriors, or...? no, nah, yeah, I like the Warriors, yeah. Well, that's um, fair enough. I supported them, especially like, because when I was growing up, the team was alright, you know what I mean? Sean Johnson just entered the scene. Yeah, they went well, they went well for a couple of years.
2: So, we all expect you to play representative football as you get a bit older? probably sooner rather than later so where would your allegiances lie with the Kiwis or the Aussies
0: oh yeah I would I would probably try to play for Australia if I could yeah oh, it's good mate we,
4: we'd love to have you mate and, um, <laughs> oh, it's, and, and, and New South Wales so yeah.
2: yeah that's you can play origin and for Australia but you know I can understand if you're born in New Zealand If if it might be a tough decision for some someone yeah, like yeah. yourself because you know you're your citizen sort of
3: thing and um, you've had the opportunity to train in the f- top 30 squad with the Rabbitohs yeah, yeah. this um, this whole pre-season and season I've seen you do a lot of opposed sessions down
0: there at Redfern in the
3: captain's run and whatnot how's yeah. that experience man?
0: Oh, it's been amazing it's been incredible it's really helped my development like there's a lot of things that you know like you have to work on when you get there like you know you think you're you're doing well until you hit them, and then, you know, some big boys are there. I've seen you in the centres at some times in a
3: post session yeah, yeah, and whatnot. Yeah. Luttrell <laughs> sweeping <laughs> around the corner. What's that like when Latrell's coming around the corner, mate, and you've oh, got to make a decision?
0: Nah, Luttrell's a beast. He's <laughs> an animal. Like, what he does in the field, he, you know, he does it training every day, so, like, you can you can expect it from They're a happy squad at the moment, we believe. We've
2: spoken to a few of your teammates, yeah. and they've accepted you. And it's just a
0: good vibe there at the moment. Yeah, the energy is well at training. Like, um, all the boys are, you know, they lift each other. They help each other when someone's down. So it's good, yeah. Everyone gets around each other. And you you turned
2: 18 not yeah. long ago and they had a bit of a sing your happy birthday and that was great oh, footage. Oh, yeah, it? that
0: was mad. Yeah, I'll never forget that. That was, that was good. Um, yeah, three weeks ago when I turned 18... I didn't even know it was coming It was a mad surprise Like I was actually Genuinely surprised (laughs) But um
4: And the club got Your family involved Yeah yeah
0: yeah My parents came as well That's that's why I was Yeah Yeah and I know A lot of the guys
2: Have speak very highly Of you mate They've You know Everyone we've spoken to Said you're a a great young guy And we can see that For ourselves now And yeah so Let's hope you've got A big future at the club Yeah yeah Have you signed with the club For an amount of time Yeah I signed
0: with the club Until end of 2023 and hopefully longer.
4: Yeah. Yesterday, unfortunately, we got beat in the SG Ball which ended the season. Yeah. Uh and we'll touch on that uh, A little bit later. Where where to now for Davy
0: Mowali? Oh yeah. So you know, Joe Callan, yeah, he's already told me what I'll be doing um after the SG Ball season. He said, um, hopefully like Well, I think i um, I might have a break now. Just a couple of weeks, like I'm still training, but like not playing any games, and then hopefully, like um, I can work my way into the Jersey Flag side. Yeah.
4: So you you'll go straight there and start training with them once you have your your little break, and yeah, yeah. and and try and force your way into the uh, the Jersey Flag and and make your way up through the grades. Yeah, through the ranks.
2: Well, I just correct you there. I don't think he'd be trying to force his way into the Jersey Flag. I think the Jersey Flag will be salivating at the <laughs> uh, the fact that you're going to be. Lining up with them, mate,
0: and they're playing oh, all right too. The jersey, yeah, team, they're didn't? doing well. Tough loss yesterday, actually. Yeah, well, sort of nice.
3: <laughs> mounted a good comeback there, but also you're lucky enough to be coached by a couple of rugby league legends. Um, this year mm. in in the FG ball. Johnny Sutton and Rennie Matur, mate, How's how's that working
0: with those two blokes? Oh, incredible! The experience they have, it really like showed in our team. Like, and um, they're coaching. Yeah, because I think this was um John's first year he's a real simple coach gets around all the lads he can have a laugh but then he knows when to be serious which is good yeah I'd like to be coached by them again to be honest
3: and obviously we spoke about you in the training with first grade at the moment but what about Wayne have you had much to do with Wayne has he given you a few pointers Wayne as
0: you know does not talk much (laughs) but um yeah no, he's really helped me like he's really guided me when um I've needed it and our
4: future coach j d yeah, yeah he's very hands on so you probably get more oh, yeah. out of j d. than what you do with
0: Wayne nah j d works with me a lot, like um helping me around the joint from the little things to like my entire game he 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 always watched like most do ball games and like helped me through it, and like looked at my effort areas um you know simple things like Mark d where I need to improve, yeah, and nah, he's really advanced my game. And so, what does Davey Mwale like doing outside of rugby league? Oh, not much. I would say I'm a homebody. Yeah, I don't really go out. So, just eat, <laughs> go, go to restaurants, and that. Look after that body, eh? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't tell my nutritionist. <laughs> <at least. laughs> but yeah, I'd I probably just say, I don't know, go watch a movie. Simple yeah. things. We spoke to Joe O'Callaghan a couple of weeks ago, and you had
4: yep. a culture night and he said your family was heavily involved how how did that go
0: oh yeah the culture night no, yeah that was good um everyone got involved which was which was nice like um everyone from Harold Martin and Ashley Ball had to get up and talk which was good you know like cuz you know some people struggled to like public speaking and that tell us about your mum mate she's uh cooks up for the for those nights as well oh yeah she she um brings some food which was good and um, all the boys, all the boys love her. Get around doing that. You
4: like, you like mum's cooking?
2: Yeah.
0: Hey. <laughs> Nothing better than a homemade meal. Yeah. 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 For sure. Uh, it's good.
2: So you've just turned eighteen, and you're in a really enviable position that you've become a professional footballer, basically now, and you've got a looking at a lifetime in rugby league. So that must be
0: exciting for you. Yeah, very exciting. I'm, I'm grateful for the opportunity to even like train with older boys. Yeah, but I hope. Hope um, for the long run. Yeah, yeah.
2: So, when can we maybe see you making your debut for the Rabbitohs?
0: Oh, you're gonna have to ask JD that one. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, well, is there any chance it could be this year because you've turned 18? Oh, I would say unlikely. Very highly, highly unlikely. Uh, you played in that trial down at Griffith. How was that experience with all the boys? Oh, incredible first experience playing against men. Yeah, it was unbelievable. But, like, everyone helps out, you know what I mean? Like, on the field, it's different. Yeah, it was mad. And you scored a scored a try or two? Yes. You? Yeah, it was a late try as well, yeah. Didn't really count anything, but it was good, yeah. So
2: while we've got you here, mate, if you don't mind staying for a little bit longer, we do a Spotlight on the Pathways program, and you're a star of our Pathways <laughs> program, so we might just get you to sit in with that. Is that okay?
0: Yeah, it's fine, yeah. Perfect, mate.
2: All right, so Spotlight on the Pathways, brought to you by What If? It's Aussie for travel. And we'll start with the Harold Matts we had Beau Faloon on last week and they were unlucky like they they did their best but there's some good players in that team
0: yeah there's uh they have some young guys, actually like Tyrone Unruh? Uh, yeah yeah good good yeah, player he carved up this season yeah scored some like crazy tries for them
4: yeah related to Josh Adoka
0: yeah yeah so plays a little bit like him too
4: like yeah, very elusive yeah,
0: yeah, 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 and 100% very him. strong for his size yeah, yeah obviously you know Gain's a bit of weight, bro. He'll be solid.
4: And Bo Faloon told us that he always performed well when the Fox was there watching. So we Yeah, have to yeah, get yeah, there, yeah. 100% got to get them
2: more games. Yeah. And there's a couple more out of that. Harold Matts that are some good players?
0: Yeah, they have some good forwards. Nathaniel, Daniel, the McGrath brothers. Yeah, what, the, the twin, the twins. Yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah.
4: yeah. And
2: so we'll roll into yesterday. So just were eliminated by the Steelers and... yeah. It was a bit of a surprise because they just got got out to a big lead early, didn't they?
0: Yeah, they. Um, I think it was like twenty four nil at half time. You know, it was a reality check. You know, because mm. he, our heads were high before the game, and then. But. Where where did they finish the regular season? Well, they. Um, I think they were coming six.
4: Six, yeah. yeah. So they just scraped into the yeah to the yeah. semis, yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. They did actually.
4: Did you get to play him through the regular season? Nah, no,
0: we didn't. Uh yeah, so we didn't get to play
2: him. So you haven't had a look at him. And what about Coach Leon? He's a good guy.
0: Yeah, he's he's a really good guy. Uh his first year back at um head coach and um hopefully like, you know, he continues playing that role. Yeah. And well, yeah. Everyone
3: gives him a big rap. Right? He's he's obviously got a, mm. a future. Yeah, he does. Yeah, look well, we couldn't get to the
4: game yesterday. We had to go out to the stadium to watch the big boys, but yeah. Um, the games that we did watch you've played a really good brand of footy mm. uh, similar to like the first grade you know a little bit of structure and, and um, you know you've got some good players there as well and
0: who's some of them players that we can look out for in the coming years yeah as you were saying we did play a good brand of footy Um, we never had problems in attack and um, our outside backs definitely carved up like Josiah um, he actually, he's actually in development next year um, SR, Bro, our wingers were insane. They did mad efforts for us. Yeah, Evan. Evan. Carson, yeah. Yeah, Evan Carson. he led the try yeah, scorers, yeah, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. Right, he scored like 15 tries Yeah, And then the other winger, would you say Carson, is it? Yeah, Carson. Yeah, they were all. Oh, we could rely on them.
2: And Terrell as well, he's
0: he's a gun as well. Yeah, oh, he's a beast. Like, he's un- very unfortunate he couldn't play in the semis. He was um, held back by school.
4: And there's two players that I, I like, and that's uh, Louis Grosmy, yeah. who, who's a year younger. He, yeah. he can play s ball again next year. Yeah. And little Archie
0: Donnelly. What about oh, little Archie? I love Archie's efforts. Yeah, you can always count on him in the middle. Oh, he, he covers for everyone. Not yeah. the biggest <laughs> no, uh, not in a, size, but he, geez, he's got a and big he, heart. Yeah, he needs, never has been, but I've always played club with him so I know what he can do. Yeah. Mm. And what about a sire? He's, uh, we, I featured him yeah. on our TikTok. His TikTok went viral that we put him on. Yeah, yeah, by Yeah, no, yeah, <laughs> nah, he, he's done, he's done mad this season. Hopefully, he can move up straight into Jersey Flea, do a job there. Yeah,
3: extremely aggressive. Come down from Queensland, didn't he? Huh? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Oh, mad ball runner, insane off kick off. If you get him, good on you. Breaks kids' so, shoulders, that guy.
4: Yeah, so like we said, uh, unfortunately the s3 Ball system is over now. Yeah, uh, they've got the another final next week, and then the grand final a couple of weeks later. But yeah. we won't be involved, and hopefully you'll be progressing, you know, through the the next system, and that's yep. the Jersey Flag, and then on to you know the New South Wales Cup, and then first grade. And we'll just touch on the Jersey Flag. Yesterday we got beat by the West Tigers, twenty eight twenty four, a close game. Uh, we're getting beat quite convincingly and we we come home late late in the uh second half.
3: Yeah, uh, the boys um certainly mounted a fight back and I think it's, it's a fair squad this Jersey fleet team uh, they've had they've had a few wins this year. But um the West Tigers has got the jump on them early. It was a little bit like the the next game the, the knock-on effect cup. I think we we just got we got jumped and, and we couldn't get back into it.
4: Mm. I think uh the Jersey flag will be bolstered by a couple of the young kids coming through. Uh will increase their, you know, their depth in the squad and and hopefully uh you know we can go on to to build some wins up uh throughout the season
2: mm. and so yeah, you mentioned the knock on effect cup the New South Wales cup they got sort of trounced by the magpies there, and we saw Lachlan Elias after the game he was disappointed, but he said there have been playing some great footy that magpie's side, but mm. yeah so Lachlan elias he's
0: Good player of the future. Oh yeah, 100 percent. Another young gun coming through. He's um, he's going to go far. Yeah, he's he done a job yesterday. Didn't miss a kick. Good on him. Yeah, he's a good goal kicker. Yeah, yeah. And what about Taffy? He's he's on his way back from
2: re- yeah, yeah. From he's injury. in injury.
0: He's in rehab at the moment. But yeah, when he comes back, he'll be right behind Latrell there. <laughs> but mm. he no, nah, he'll be doing well. He'll go straight into cup. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've spoke to Cody about him in Mudgee and. All the guys know that he can
2: play. Yeah. 100%. He's got so much ability. 100%. Yeah.
3: And, boys, our, our women's side, that they've had a bye this week, but they did play the other day, Monday Night Footy, and they just went down 12-6 in, in, in a tough game. And mm. one of the standouts, Ellie Johnson, she's, she's having a whale of a season. Mm. Uh, every time they pick a, a team of the week, she seems to be in it, boys. So. Yeah.
2: Mm. And your she, sister's she, in the side. What? Where does she play in that team? Yeah, she plays front row for them. Mm. and they yeah. must be. Dis- they're so disappointed that a win is not far away. But
0: yeah, and that's been lately. They've only been losing like just, mm. which is tough. Mm. Which means you know they can get back in it.
3: Did you have a look at that game the other night? I think it was on. Um, yeah, I was line. there.
0: I was there at um Sydney Olympic Park. Okay. At the Centre of Excellence. Yeah, yep. yeah, it was a good game. Oh, it was tough. We disallowed to try it late. So. Mm. Dude, do a
4: bit of D at home You and your sister A bit of D and- Nah she just tramples me <laughs> every yeah. That's unreal yeah. Yeah. yeah, Well mate
2: Yeah well you can be our pathways guy We've got Joe L. Callahan, But you yeah. know If we need to speak about the pathways We've got your number now And yeah. mate sure. We're so stoked you've come in And had a chat with us today And I'm sure the listeners Would have enjoyed hearing your story Yeah So thanks for joining us On Rabideau's Radio Podcast Yeah thanks for having
3: me Thanks very much Good David. on you David Appreciate Cheers mate. A legend, a legend, mate a legend mate Thanks mate He's a, a lovely young man, boys. Um, well, built he's not a giant, but he's he's got some he's got some legs on the lad.
4: Yeah, well, he's still got some growing to do, chaps. And I sent him in a photo the other day with his shirt off, and he's got a big physique on him. And by all reports, he's doesn't look out of place in in that top thirty when he trains with the
3: the big boys. Yeah, well, he's got some big Warwick Farms on him too, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I noticed that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: And, yeah. He's and the Dutch pegs are big, chaps. He's a, he's a He's probably 110 kilos and 6 foot 2 or 3, so you wouldn't want to be tackling him.
4: But what a nice nice young fellow he was. So all the listeners and the fans out there, they all would have heard him, and we just heard a bit of his journey, and, you know, we'll, we'll follow that uh, for the rest of his career. Yeah, for sure. And
2: what we didn't mention to him is that we spoke to young Lachlan Gale, Chalk Gale, yesterday at the footy, and he's a big lump of a lad too, so... That could be our front rails of the future in a couple of years to come. Indeed. And he's coming back from injury, Chock Gale, and he's dying to get back on the field. So look out for him when he returns.
4: Yeah, 18 months he hasn't played for.
3: Remembering a Rabbitoh brought to you by Export Freight Systems with thanks to Brad Ryder.
2: Yeah, and Brad Ryder was out at the footy yesterday with his good mate Stephen Sim and I think we need to get him on the show. We need to get both of those guys on the show because they're going to have some great stories for us but thanks to Ian McLucas, our foundation sponsor for his loyal support and attention all exporters out there. Export freight systems will provide competitive pricing with reliable, honest service on every shipment no matter how large or small. Please call Ian on 0405 424 696 or email ian at au. Chaps, Wade McKinnon.
3: Wade McKinnon, Rabbit O number 956. Born on the 12th of February 1981, which makes him 40 to this day, boys. Now, he went to school at St Dominic's College, Penrith, and... Also, he went to school at Terra Sancta College and Westfield Sports High, which are all known as rugby league nurseries, boys. They, uh, they've produced plenty of talent over the years. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yep. Mm. Big nursery out there. So it was a great breeding ground. And he was also a St. Clair's Comets junior out in the Penrith competition, boys.
4: Uh, another club, another junior club that has produced so many first-grade players.
3: Now, he's obviously a full-back at the Rabbitohs, played 5'8", played as well, at times. And he was in the Parramatta um, junior system and progressed his way up through the grades there. And we were lucky enough to get him on reinstatement in 2002, and we got the thoughts of uh, his first ever first grade coach, Craig Tugger Coleman. Listen to this. All right, Tugger, um, remembering a rabbit this week, we got Wade McKinnon, and you had a fair bit to do with him, mate. How did he end up at the rabbit Wade? Yeah, well,
5: we'd been, you know... Extinct for two years, and our first year back in, and yeah, you know, Brian Smith coached him at Parramatta. He, he was a, he gave me a bit of a tip on him, and I watched a bit of video on him at, at playing lower grades at Parramatta, and he was always scoring plenty of tries. He was always a good, really good support player, and we got him to South Sydney, and um, he played now our, our comeback year, and you know, he played really, really well for us. He was a pretty kid to have around the around the place, and um, he was a really good support player, scored scored a few tries, and then. He went under the Warriors after that and had that played some two or three really good years
3: there. Yeah, well, I remember um, after that, I think it was a 30-6 loss in that round one in 2002. It wasn't a great result for us. But I remember walking away, talking to fans, going, wow, that Wade McKinnon, he's got something. You know, he looked like a, a fantastic um, talent. And then the following week, he, he scores the opening try in our first win against Canberra, mate. And uh, he, he ended up having a fair fair career, mate. Yeah,
5: he did, yeah. Yeah, he, he, he uh, I said before, he's... Uh, his main party was wherever the ball was, he, he was following it. Um, you know, he he, he scored you know, some good tries and uh, he, he was very safe at the back and, um, you know, he, as I said before, he, he after his couple of years with South Sydney, he went on and um, he, he had some really good years with the Warriors where he he, he, um, he blossomed. And, um, you know, he, he, one thing about him is he, he was a terrific um, codman, a good team, yeah.
2: Well, you can take some credit for that, Tugger, that when he went to the Warriors, I think he went to another level. So, maybe it's the to your coaching,
5: yeah. But then again, he, he, he as I said before, them, them Warriors got they like a second phase footy and they they offload a lot and he that was right up his alley because he, he was wherever the ball was he was and um, yeah that's that's what they do them, good support players.
2: Well, wherever the ball was, you were too, Tugger.
5: Oh, <laughs> well, that's it, mate. That's where the action is. I got to be there, maybe. <laughs> yeah,
4: yeah. Uh, and like you said, Tugger, it was a good bloke to boot and um, a, a well balanced runner and. Uh, you know, he went on to have a great career. So it was like a development uh stage with the Rabbitohs, and um, you know, full credit to all you guys that that helped him along that path.
5: Yeah, well, you yeah, know, quite a few of them blokes around you that they only played lower grades at other clubs when we got them because, uh, and they probably got thrown in the first grade before they were ready, and that you know, that's that happens. You know, um, happens quite a bit, and uh. Yeah, then couple of years he had with us was a good experience for him and, um, yeah, know, he went, went on to bigger and better things when he, when he left. And, um, you yeah, know, as I said, the Warriors would have sued him with their, with their second-phase play and their offload. You know, he was, as I said before, he was a really good player.
4: Did you get a chance to watch the game last night?
5: Yeah, I watched it last night. Um, a game we we probably were never going to win, but um, we got there in the end and the Tigers come out after last week's debacle and they, uh, they, 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 they got stuck into us a bit. And um, I think we were a bit shaken there for a while and... Uh, we, we need to you know step it up a bit when, when teams start putting the blowtorch to us we're going to respond in a better way I think
4: yeah no definitely the Tigers were certainly up for the contest and uh, but like good sides do mate they they know how to win and we certainly did that last night with uh, Tom Burgess
5: yeah exactly and uh, but who, who who would have thought Reynolds missed that goal kick you know he easily froze him over from there but that, that's uh, you know pressure of rugby league and um, you know but as I said they they good teams know how to win, and um, they certainly found the way right at the end there. And you know, I'm, I'm just glad Big Tom got that ball down. Them big hands of his brownie on that yeah,
3: ball. Yeah, definitely. He's a champion, Tom. He had a fantastic final 20 minutes. But um,
5: but but with with the Tigers after last week at Leichhardt when they dished that up, they had to come out and do something, didn't they? And they they've seen the always has them up for South, and um, yeah, they nearly nearly got the two points.
3: Yeah, indeed, Tugger and Two points is two points, mate they'll, they'll, yeah, exactly. they'll count at the end of the year It doesn't matter how we got them But, mate, we won't take any more of your time here on a Sunday morning Thanks for thanks for the call, Tugger
5: Yeah, thanks, boys, any time
3: Oh, right, boys um, Tugger obviously uh, held him in high regard there And it sounds like he was lucky to get him in the end um, A little tip from Brian Smith And and we jagged him And, and he was fantastic He ended up playing 26 first-grade games for us Scoring nine tries And I can remember a couple of real memorable ones um, where he just he just just carved them up from the backs. High energy. uh, He was hard to bring down. He just he was good positional fullback too. And he also had 18 games in second grade, scoring 18 tries, including a hat trick against Penrith in um, 2003 in round 20. Boys, where we we give it to his old stomping ground, Penrith, 48 to 18. Now, he went on to play for the Parramatta Eels, 51 games, scoring 15 tries. He also went to the New Zealand Warriors, where he really excelled over there, boys. 54 games, 16 tries, and, and he was part of a really impressive NZ Warriors team. And he come up to the West Tigers and finished up in the NRL there, playing 22 games there. And he chuffed over to Hull FC, and he was... End up released from a three-year deal for personal reasons. You up playing a city-country game. He was always on the lips of the selectors there um, throughout his career. You up playing 153 first-grade games all up, boys. A uh, fair career. Yeah, a real consistent player throughout all the clubs that he played with. And
4: like Tugger said, they were lucky to get him in the early stages of his career. It was a bit of a development period for him when he was at South and he went on to play a a number of clubs and was highly successful in all of them. Like Tucker said, when we got reinstated, we had to
2: get some guys that might not have been ready for first grade and Wade might have fell under that category and then I remember when he left, I was like, oh, gee, he's playing some great footy. It's a shame we haven't still got him. But yeah, and he went to Parramatta.
3: Yeah, I was filthy when he left. I didn't uh, want to lose him. I thought he was going to develop into a, a star, which he did. And Brownie you had a bit to do with him. You were at the Rabbitohs then. What sort of bloke was he? I
4: was on the staff there, chaps. I was one of the the trainers there, and yeah, like Tugger said, he's a champion fella off the field. Uh, real good bloke to work with, and still to this day, you know, you can pick the phone up and have a chat with him. He's over
3: in New Zealand. You're with him on Facebook still, yeah. Yeah,
4: on social media, it's a good way to connect with people. And the fireman over there, and young family, got a couple of kids, that, you know. His daughter's a good tag player. I think she represented uh, in the Samoan, young, in the younger grades. But, yeah, no, champion fella, great family man. And, uh, you know, a pleasure to work with. And You mentioned
2: Parramatta, went to Parramatta Reels. Is he related to Simon McKinnon, our man? The the head. The great head? Oh, I don't, I don't think so, no. They don't look much alike, do no. they? Uh-huh.
4: No. It's a few kilos different. <laughs>
2: oh, it was a good style of a bloke back in the day, Head. Just asking him to show you the photo he's got in his locker.
4: <laughs> anyway, good man, Wade. All right, we'll chuff off to another break here on Rabbitoh's Radio podcast. NRL News brought to you by NG Farrah Real Estate, big supporters of Rabbitoh's Radio. This time we're going to shout out to Cameron Ailey. Now, he talks to John Sutton during the week. Cameron's got a segment called Local Heroes where he interviews a local person who has brought property in the area. He's had Henry Morris on, the great Henry Morris. He's had Bob McCarthy on. So do yourself a favour. Check Cameron Ailey out on his social media. Have a listen to
3: Sutto's interview, which was done at... Kenzo Oval. Right in front of his uh
2: Soto's Muriel there. Muriel or Mural?
3: Right in front of Soto's mural. <laughs> Muriel's wedding. I went to an auction by NG Farrow Real Estate yesterday, just down the end of my street. A couple of mates of mine and they ended up breaking the uh Machaville record. An- another record. Semi. Yeah, semi. So, so they done a fantastic they get you fantastic results at G Farrow Real Estate, there's no doubt about it. So uh
4: NG Farrow had a record on a freestanding house in Perry Street, Matraville. Yep. And yesterday, they had a record on Perry Street for a semi.
2: Yep. Your wealth is just accumulating, isn't it, Japs? Before your very eyes.
3: Well, jeez, I might have to sell.
2: And Cameron Ehrlich, brother of the great Ryan Gunzer he's another mad rabbito, Top Blake, we work with him.
4: Champion fellow, Gunza. And just on Cameron, he is a mad Rabbitoh supporter. He loves to, the yeah. Rabideau. He's brought a couple of items off me when I've auctioned them. So he's just passionate about the mighty Rabbitohs. Yep. And you can call him
2: on his mobile. We'll share that on the episode webpage for a chat about all your real estate needs.
4: Anyway, the Roosters loss yeah. is our win,
3: chaps. Yeah, it always equates to a great weekend. As Movo mentioned earlier... Look, I mean, I thought the refereeing performance that night was probably the best referee game all weekend. <laughs> Are they in the top eight? Um, they're just in the top eight, but I'm just thinking to myself, boys, I'm going to pose a question to you. Is just after what, after losing Luke Keery when we just bashed him up the other week, it was a real smash-up derby. Do you reckon they can make the eight the Roosters, honestly, the way they're going? Well, They've l- just lost both their front rowers. C.O. Aho, Chad Hargraves, they're out for a few weeks. Their young hooker, Freddie yeah. Lussick. Free. last six out for eight works. He had some uh, screws put into his arm there and a pretty ordinary break.
2: Well chaps I'm going to say no they can't. They've lost Boyd they've lost Jake Friend and they've lost Keary. They've lost their big three and they haven't got another big three coming through like your Melbournes and that have. So I'm putting it out there now I don't think they can make the top
4: eight. Sam Walker's a great young up and coming player I just don't think He's one of them players, like we're just talking about with Wade McKinnon, where he's been thrown in to the team before he's probably you know
3: expected to. Well, if Kyria was fit, I don't think he gets a run this year, and he gets another year to develop. He's got supreme skills, like his his long ball's unbelievable. But I notice when he gets pressured a bit, he just throws a long ball all the time. That's right. So I reckon someone's going to pick him off for a. He might lead the intercepts this year, boys, for the NRL. Very,
4: very touch like.
3: Yeah, like playing and touch, and his kicking game. He not know. I think he's a right foot kicker. End up doing this left foot grubber in the end goal. He's got a lot of skill, but he won't make the top eight this year. Yeah. I don't think. He might anyway,
4: we're not supporters here of the Roosters, and no. I'm going to say they won't make the top eight either.
3: No, that's it. Now they're so,
4: they're on the downslide. But just on that game against the Melbourne Storm, Harry Grant boys, what a player! He
3: turned the game when he came on. There wasn't a lot Absolutely. of points in the game. I don't think Melbourne were playing um, too smart with the ball. Um, they're defending fantastic Don't get me wrong They'll turn on the rooster away um, Every every chance they got But once Harry come on He just turned the game boys
4: Well Kasha back to Origin 3 And Harry Grant Off the bench Did exactly the same thing Against New South Wales He came on Changed the game And won the series for him There was nothing happening in that game In that Origin game When Harry come on He made that break And then scored the try
2: well, there was a moment the other night that I did notice. I was trying to watch the game. Actually, I was at a 16th birthday party. Happy birthday, Shardy Hoskin, and out at Yarra Bay Sailing Club, and I'm talking to people trying to watch the game, watch the Roosters get beat because I was loving that. But then just one moment I saw, I think Harry darted out from dummy half close to the line, put him on the back foot. Brandon Smith gets into dummy half and puts a great ball to Ryan Pappenhausen who scores. So mm. they're not a bad side, this Storm mob. That we could be. That's the, the benchmark for us.
4: Well... They've lost the big three, and they've replaced them with three. Three or four. Probably, <laughs> they're going to be superstars themselves. Harry Grant, I mean, Brandon Smith's there amongst them as well. Jerome Hughes, I think, is
2: How really lost How underrated is
3: Jerome Hughes into, into a really good halfback, back halfback. Mm. Yeah. Cam
4: Munster.
2: He's
3: got a lot of niggle in him, that Jerome Hughes. He's a dirt, dirty little player. He's just in everything, isn't he? Yeah. He upsets the opposition.
4: And then you've got Ryan Pappenhausen, who's probably going to push... Um, for a full-back spot in the State of Origin. Look, Teddy's probably...
2: not going to push Teddy out. He oh, might yeah. play 14, I reckon, oh, I reckon he will, definitely. There's no other spot for him, and you've got Tommy Turbo back, and then Latrell's got to go into the mix too there. He oh, may he'll he'll to play left-centre. Left I'll say
3: that New South Wales might have an entire back line Full of fullbacks. Of full-backs. <laughs> <Yeah>. Beside, <laughs> yeah, besides the halves, but yeah. And how many times have we they played will.
2: blokes out of position and it's come back to bite us, but in, you know, what are you going to do? They've got to be there. That's so.
3: killed him last night again. Yeah, He's yeah. outstanding last yeah, night. Yeah, so yeah, what are you going
2: to do with him? I don't know. So it's, well, that'll he come. Could up right with, yeah. <laughs> he could be right centre. Yeah, he could. Like the whole fullback. You're right. So that's the yeah. discussion we'll have when that comes up. Yeah. You know, in about a month or two's time. So also John Morris it was a bit ordinary. How they moved him aside as soon as Fitzgibbon come on board.
4: Yeah, it was ugly. It's, yeah, look. It, I think it goes deeper than the the playing group and the coaching staff. I think it's the back end management that needs to be looked at. Well, they're
2: everything that we're not, I think, at the moment, aren't they? They're a bit of a shambles. They're not playing good footy. and They've
3: got plenty of cash. They're a really cashed-up club at the moment. But well, they've
4: they're... had 10 CEOs in about 10 oh, years. Yeah, no, they keep mm. so... to
3: and, and, I mean, going for Craig Fitzgibbon, he's done everything in the game and all that, and he's been part of that richest coaching stuff. But he's also gotten his resume. He's a defensive coach, and he conceded 60 points to the Rabbitohs late last year. Boys. Don't forget that. <laughs> so, if they're, uh, well, they're looking done, for Travis. a mad defensive coach, I don't know if they've grabbed the right bloke. I would have just stuck with old Johnny Morris, mate. What's he doing wrong? He, How he's many made guys the has chemis. he debuted? He's debuted that many young guys. Yeah, and, and He and
4: the well. made the finals the last two years. They just got beat by the Roosters two weeks ago, which I thought they should have nearly won. Added them on if top. Dugan stays on the field, they win the game, I reckon. Mm. They went okay against Newcastle. They were very unlucky to get beat by Newcastle. So it wasn't as if they weren't performing. That's... Yeah, it's just a little bit fishy there at the moment. And John Morris wanted to stay on. Why not leave him on to the end of the year? Yeah, at
2: least give him that, a bloke who's played for the club, given his, you know, a lifetime. You know why? Because
4: they didn't want to see him succeed. Mm. There's still three quarters of the season to go. They didn't want to see Cronulla make the finals and prove to them that they made the wrong decision.
2: And quickly, Lachlan Lewis, cast your mind back a couple of weeks ago. He got knocked out cold playing against us. We all saw that he was Gonski and then they left him on the field. That was disgusting at the time. Anyone who saw that would have thought the same. And they've just been fined for it and so they should, I think, it was 20 grand. So until clubs and teams start to take this HIA real seriously, then young men like that may suffer later in their careers. So yeah, we really need to treat HIA seriously. And if someone gets a knock or gets the wobbles they're off you're not coming back
4: and straight he had off. he had the wobbles he dead set he, yeah. we were holding him up our players uh, held him up I know it's a, it was ridiculous I couldn't believe look fair enough sometimes you you get a bit of a head knock and you, you can shake it off straight away but that that kid was dead set knocked out wobbling lost his balance couldn't stand up and he come to after a couple of minutes but they left him on there. boys. It was a,
3: well, At the end of the day, it was a bad look for the game. At the end of the was. day, you should have come off. And, um, moving on, boys, um, probably one of the surprise results of the whole weekend, boys, was mainly you' started the season pretty ordinary. Tommy Turbo comes back. They won 36-0. Is that one of the most unbelievable turnarounds from one player coming back you've ever seen? So,
2: chaps, that's going to roll into our preview of the Titans game because we play them on Friday night, 6 o'clock at Seabus Super Stadium on the Gold Coast. A few people we know are going up for a trip up there, and if you haven't booked, go up there. What if it's Aussie for travel? But, yeah, they were terrible. The Titans got beat 36-0 by Manly. And like you said, chaps, Tommy comes back and all of a sudden the Manly are a different team. He is a superstar, but that that confidence is what can happen to a team. But the Titans didn't help themselves. I think they only completed at 68%. 14 errors. You're not going to win football games doing that, especially against a side that's got their best player back.
3: Manly, it's a a proud club. You knew they'd fight back and, and start winning a few games under... Under the mad scientist Desi Hasler. he would have got him up eventually. But I mean, on paper, it was—it looked like a real mismatch. That forward pack of the Titans is mm. so impressive on yeah. paper, isn't it? Yeah, and that's why we can't
4: afford to take them lightly when we go up there. They could easily turn it round, exactly like Balmain did last week. You know, we were—I think we were a dollar three favourites, probably one of the shortest favourites in history in the Rugby League to win that game, and it went down the golden point. It's just the competition. If you're not on your game week in, week out, you're a chance of getting beat. And, you know, that's what we've got to do next week on Friday night against uh, the Titans. We've got to turn up and stick to the process. And calling them Balmain upsets the West supporters, Brownie, but
2: I'm, I'm happy for you to do that because uh, I heard it blow <laughs> ups during the week. People call them the Tigers and people call them Balmain. It's, they're actually a merged entity. They are the West Tigers. Yeah, I know. And people call them the Tigers. They're not the Tigers. The, the Tigers are, don't don't exist anymore. They're the West
4: Tigers. West Tigers. Anyway, Anyway,
2: and we beat them last night, yeah. and how good was that? <laughs> yeah. What a show, boys. What a night. I enjoyed that.
3: Just one quick one. Happy birthday to my youngest daughter, Samara. She's a mad South fan. Took her out of the game last night. She had a ball waving a flag all night. and mm. She was really nervous during the game. Um, yeah, and she said, Dad, I'm nervous here. Don't worry. I said, we'll get home here, darling. Oh, oh, oh. We'll just get behind her. She's really nervous. Anyway, she got home and had to get up on the stage... With you blokes at the post-match function in the members' lounge, and got to sing "Glory Glory" with their hero Charlie Rabbit. Yep, she certainly did, and uh, they love the footy. They're waving their flags every time they
4: score, and you know, sitting up the back there, it's uh, just a great atmosphere for him to to be involved with.
3: And she shares a birthday, with Wayne Bennett's son. There you go. So happy birthday to Wayne's young boy. Yeah, 44, 44 he
4: was yesterday. Yeah, he mentioned that in the press conference, didn't he?
3: He did. He stopped us. Because normally he tries to wrap it up and get out of there. And yep. I went, this is a bit strange. And he goes, hang on, guys, I've got to say something. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, it took us by surprise. But um, anyway, anything else, boys, before we get Maroon to take us out? On the Titans, 13 plus, the Rabbitohs. Yeah, I'm calling another 1 to 12 result there. 1 to 12 up there. 13 plus for me. All right, Maroon, take
1: us out, mate. Thanks for listening to Rabido's Radio Podcast. Proudly presented by What If official travel and pathways partner of the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Support the club and visit whatif.com forward slash rabbitohs to book your next trip. Don't forget to use the code rabbitohs15 to get 15% off selected hotels. Conditions apply. What if it's Aussie for travel.